Welcome back to Strange Days and to our 20th episode on prayer. Personally, I've been really loving preparing for these and I feel like uh, they are enriching my convictions and inspiring me around prayer and I trust that uh, a bunch of the episodes are hopefully doing the same for you. And just a reminder that today, 27th of May, if you listen to it as this is releasing, we are fasting and praying as a church. So check out our social media pages for all the details. I'm sure a lot of you would already know them. Um, Join one of the prayer slots during the day. uh, And then this evening, join together with the church across the city uh, as we all pray together then. Now, where were we in Luke's story? Jesus' ministry has been on the move. He's been training his disciples. They've been learning. He sent them out to do ministry. And they've also been growing in curiosity about the, the full nature and true identity of Jesus. And in this short extract of the story from Luke 9, we'll see that Peter, representing the 12, um, declares who Jesus truly is. Even though at this point, um, their understanding of this revelation is still pretty limited. So here's the passage. Luke 9, 18 to 20. Now it happened that as he, Jesus, was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? And they said, John the Baptist, but others say Elijah, and others that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. So I'm not going to focus on the main point of the passage here, which uh, was Peter's confession. Luke's, uh, you know, writing here, and much like Mark's gospel, this scene is almost the centerpiece of, of his book. Um, and everything so far has been building towards this, this revelation. Um, and shortly, Luke is then going to tell us that Jesus then sets his face towards Jerusalem and will then start moving towards the cross as the ultimate climax of the story. But what I will say quickly on this is that the Christian faith goes beyond knowing what others believe. Okay? It requires us to hold beliefs, beliefs for ourselves. And Jesus wants us to take a stand. And so it's important for all of us every single person in the world, really, to have an answer to the question, who do we believe Jesus is? That's ultimately what everything comes down to, who we think Jesus is and what are we going to do with it. Now, Jesus as the Christ has been confessed already in this story so far. Luke's telling by angels, uh, in Luke 2 by demons. Uh, Jesus himself has said it, and Luke as the author has popped it into his writings. And now, finally, the 12 are people who, uh, who stated Jesus is the Christ. And they've still got, as I said, much more to learn about who this Messiah is going to be. You know, they, they know that he's more than just a prophet and that he's central to the inauguration of the kingdom of God. But they don't know much right now and haven't considered his suffering that's going to happen and how that's actually going to achieve the inbreaking power of the kingdom and the salvation of people from sin. But what I just want to point out is this curious little point that Luke mentions, which is that Jesus was praying alone and his disciples were with him. Doesn't that sound a little out to you, a little odd, you know, when you, when you actually think about it? Now, Matthew and Mark, uh, in their versions, they locate this incident in the vicinity of Caesarea Philippi, okay, near the foot of Mount Hermon. And Leon Morris, in his commentary, tells us that this was heathen territory, he says, the worship of the great god Pan being especially prominent at the time. And Jesus had withdrawn from Herod's dominion, his realm, and from the crowds that had been gathering to him, as we've all been seeing. And here he could talk quietly with the disciples and have an opportunity for undistracted thinking. And then Luke characteristically tells us that Jesus was praying alone. So he had gotten away again to a sort of lonely place, the Eremos, 
and he was praying alone, but it says the disciples were right there. And Michael Eaton observes that Jesus was comfortable being alone in a crowd. Although he did have to escape and retreat away from people, uh, you know, completely, often he was still very capable of praying and having conversations with his father in the midst of others. Now, I know some of us who are listening to this don't like praying in front of others at all. And even if we're fine with that, um, you know, we'd find it awkward, many of us, um, and be shy of, of praying in the same room or vicinity as others if they weren't also joining us in prayer. But if you think about it, why should we be? I think Jesus wants us to learn to be like him and to cast off restraint, remove any fears of people and what they think and learn to communicate with our Father, even when other people are around. And if you think about it, most of us are actually very comfortable with talking to other people who aren't in the room while we're sitting in a room with people. Okay, we do it all the time. It's called WhatsApp and voice notes and phone calls. We literally do it every day. We're, we're in the presence of people, but talking to someone else. But we hardly ever do it with our Father in heaven, who's on the other end of the chat. It's always other people. And so let's learn to, to work on that, I want to suggest. Let's learn and grow to be people like, like Brother Lawrence, who made it his aim to practice the presence of God by as often as possible trying to bring ourselves into conversation with God throughout the day. So whether we're at work or on a run or with friends or family, it's not a case of ignoring other people often, but it's a case of bringing our hearts and our minds into an awareness of God and sometimes also then actively having a conversation with Him in the presence of others. Lastly, I think it was John Piper commenting on this verse, but I forget who, who reckons that this is in the scene here in Luke, Jesus was probably praying specifically for his apostles to get and grasp who he truly was as the Messiah. That's why Luke inserts that there right before Peter reveals um, that, he's, that, he's, that it's been revealed to him. And the truth is that Jesus still does that. Okay, Jesus still prays for people. He prays that people might come to know him. He prays for you and I as Christ followers all the time as our high priest and mediator. He prays for us that our faith may not fail. Just like in this scene in Luke, Jesus is praying even when we, his followers, are not praying. He prays for us. And let that encourage us. And also let us be people who pray the kind of prayers that Jesus prays, you know, for people to come to a knowledge and belief that he is the Christ, the Son of God. What a good use of our times with God praying those prayers might be. So I hope this little extract has, has encouraged you today in some shape or form. <clears throat> Father, thank you for this obscure little line and the observations of some of your saints over the years that encourage us today that not only can we pray like you did, but that you are still praying as well for us today. Thank you for that. Thank you that like the disciples, you are with us. You are present with us and you are praying for us at the same time. God, work in our hearts. Make us bold people. For those of us who don't pray aloud in front of others, won't you stretch them, God? Give them opportunity, even over Zoom calls in this time, to maybe do that. God, for others, help us to grow in practicing the presence of God. That's my prayer for myself. I want to grow in conversing with you throughout the day in whatever space or environment I find myself in. Help us to start this by the small steps of whenever our mind remembers you in the day, God. Help us stop just for a few seconds and say a prayer of gratitude, of inviting your presence, of asking your help for the current task, whatever it might be. And then grow us more and more 
to be people like Jesus. Amen.